In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. And welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. I thought it was probably really loud. I uh, my okay. name's I, my, okay. fine, I thought we were going to do a little cooter in the stack. <laughs> uh, my name is Josh Buckley, and with me is my podcast partner in crime. The man without fear, Travis Ratz. Oh, yes. Uh, which is probably all we're going to talk about this episode, at least for a while. Isn't it? All we ever talk it about. It is. It seems like the last couple episodes that we talk about. But before we do that, uh, this is the Comic Exposure Podcast. Normally, uh, we have on a – well, I guess every other week. I don't want to say normally because yeah. we have a we have a format now, essentially. Mm-hmm. Every other week, we have uh, someone on to talk about a trade we're reading. Uh, this, however, is our Between the Trades episode. So we're talking about whatever we want to talk about, which is – this is our free-range variant episode where we're just going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the comic book world, in the movie world, whatever we want. I'm going to say that um – I was chastised um, <laughs> before this uh, podcast as uh, Josh has given me a rundown of some things that we could talk about. Um, have you seen the Superman Batman trailer? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Dude, we'll watch it before the podcast. Okay, I consume that. And then he's like, well, here is here are what I picked up. What are you reading this week? The stuff, our trades. Well, you've seen the Star Wars trailer, right? I'm like, I have seen that, and hey, I don't like your tone. Hey, man, you have like a desk job, so all you should be doing is scrolling YouTube for videos about Batman and Superman and stuff. I, I only you... scroll YouTube for funny cat videos. Well, if you put a cat, a, a cat in a Superman outfit, I'm all about it, bro. You're all in. I understand. I understand. It did leak yesterday. Uh, oh, it leaked? That's a leak? No, that's the real one. So okay. it leaked yesterday. So for uh, it leaked on Thursday. And then uh, it was like uh, somebody's handheld camera somewhere, and it was in Spanish. Or it was in English, but there were Spanish subtitles on the screen. <laughs> Superman! <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. Gigante! Ooh, and then the Batman. That's my Spanish gibberish. That's good. That's good. I, don't, I want you guys to know that wasn't real Spanish. It wasn't. It wasn't. So if you're trying to translate it, you can't. You know how much Spanish I took in high school? Um, those years? Uh, one semester. Uno semester. <laughs> yeah, you retained a lot of it. I did. Isn't I did. your wife part Hispanic as well? Yeah, she is. She's, she's half Mexican, um, but she doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah. She doesn't speak Spanish. Her dad does, but it's like Spanglish at this point. It's pretty broken, but I okay. mean, well. you know. He doesn't – like I can – I can yell things in Spanish, like I can swear words now. I probably know more Spanish now than I did. Right. Now. Well, you're a teacher, so you so, know yeah, all the Spanish. Words. I know all the swear words, is what Let's I. Let's go through them. Yeah. Punto. <laughs> Punta. No, okay. no, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're getting an international explicit rating on our podcast. Uh, so I did chastise you for not watching uh, the. Uh, the Batman Superman trailer, but we're going to get to that a little later. Uh, first up, though, it seems that all we've been talking about for the last month, because the way we do this podcast show, we talked about Daredevil because we did an episode on some classic Frank Miller Daredevil. So to prayer, prepare us for the show. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, after watching the show, I am so glad that we read that. Yeah. I didn't know that I would be. Yeah. I was like, I, was, I thought I was like, man... Is this going to help me out on the show? And I'm glad because I remember when you were going through this that weighty tome that is Daredevil. You kind of gave me a look, I did. like, dude, really? 
check the page counts before you pick up uh, uh, a yeah. trade. And you're like, I don't know if I'm able to get through all this, but we trudged our way through it. We did. And I am so glad I did. I, mean, I feel like it gives me punk rock street cred to know about like the, the quintessential Daredevil. Yeah. Because... People are sleeping on Daredevil right now, I think, still, yeah. because there's Game of Thrones coming out and all this other good stuff people are consuming, but at least once it's out for about six months, all you're going to see is Daredevil t-shirts. I'm telling you, man. Daredevil ads. Lots of people are watching it. Lots of people are watching it, at least from what I see on the internet. What do you see at, what you hear at school, at, at the school? Uh, I have some, some nerd kids really like it. I don't know how many kids who aren't nerdy kids watch it yet, but I think they will once someone tells them how freaking brutal it is right oh my gosh yeah. so, so let's let's talk about it kids hey hi kids you like violence <laughs> i got nine inch nails on both my eyelids uh <laughs> litigious <laughs> zach galvanakis <laughs> litigious <laughs> zach galvanakis back on the show uh so how many episodes are you in i am uh i'm ten and a half. Ten and a half. i am also ten and a half i made it into episode 11. inches long josh <laughs> i made it into episode 11 last night and then gabby came home and she was like, you watched it without me? And so I've got to rewatch episodes 9 and 10 again. Oh, episode 9 is one of the best episodes. Oh, it's so good. King, that's the Kingpin one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. Okay. It's Let's good. talk first episode. Okay, first episode. I was, I, I was giddy. Like I, I had like okay, preparation. So I lit candles. One second. Uh, we will probably spoil some of Daredevil for you. Uh, we're going to try to lay off big plot points. I think that would be nice. But okay, we're probably gonna, we're probably going to spoil it. for I'm you. glad you said that because I was going to spoil everything. I guess uh, let's spoil. Okay, okay, who cares? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're right. You're right because it, it is it is on there. And I want you guys to listen to the rest of the podcast. Yeah, so. I, well, that's why I want you. I want you to watch the show too. So I don't want to spoil. Too yeah, much we're going to make it. Yeah, so we're not we're not going to spoil anything. We're going to talk about characterization of the characters. What we think about the characterization. We're going to talk about. We can talk um, about some tone. scenes, but I don't think it's going to spoil it necessarily. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think we're good. So as long as we keep we that talk mind. about things like this, like this, it'll be like that, Chris. Remember that scene? Yeah. It was awesome, wasn't it, when it was he did the thing? Awesome. And it was, oh, man. Oh, man. All right, but, so the first the first episode, I came home on that Friday. Yeah. I lit some candles. I went and got takeout. <laughs> I sat down what on my you, table. What do you eat when you watch Daredevil episode oh, one? Oh, I watch Chinese food. Chinese, you I watch Chinese food. food. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> I was like, that's some good chow mein. Now I'm going to watch Daredevil. Yeah, now I'm going to watch Daredevil. <laughs> good thing I did that. I'm going to diet, people. I can only watch food. I can only watch food. Um, I'm on that Daredevil diet. He looks oh. like he's fit. He looks like an acrobat right? in him. He does. All right, so first episode, I am all about it. I turn it on. Within the first five minutes, I am like, this amazing, amazing exactly. show. I, exactly. I, was, I was texting people being like, if you haven't watched Daredevil yet, you need to watch it. And you're After only the like first five, five minutes, minutes in. Because I wanted to be the first person to suggest it, you know? <laughs> I wanted to tell people, be like, um, have you heard the show called Daredevil? Yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. So what was your, um, how did uh, you pre prep for it? Prep for it. So I'm going to tell you what, I was at work and I watched the first episode of my prep hour. No. Yes. That's not, that's <laughs> not. On a computer oh. screen. On a computer screen at work because I could not wait. I could not wait, so I watched it, and then I came home and watched it again with with Gabby. I, right, I like right. All right, she is she's watching it with me. We're both of us watching it. Did you, let me ask um, you a question. Did you tell yeah. her that you watched it at work? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I told her I could not help myself from watching it, but we watched it again. I don't think I, I didn't finish the first episode, so that was kind of a bummer because my prep hour is it's about fifty two minutes, and then so I didn't start it. It's not like kids walked out of my room and I pressed right. play. It was. You know, I had some other stuff to take care Side of. Side note, so. have you ever done this in your life, like when you were dating, or maybe even with with Gabby, um, where you see a movie 
that you know that they wanted to see, but you see it some reason, like because you would see it with your buddy, or you went to see it by yourself. Oh, you can't. And tell they don't anybody? know, and, you, and they can't tell them, and oh, so yeah. you have to watch the movie again with them, but like it's it your like first you, yeah. time. Oh yeah. Oh, for oh sure. god. Yeah, and so, and then you have to like, oh, Did you see, you that? see that? It's oh, amazing. And I can't the, believe that just happened. Yeah. 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 That's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> so episode times, one, times. episode one, <laughs> fantastic first episode. I cannot stress how good that first episode is. But then episode two happens. The fight scene at the yeah. end of episode two, the single shot. It's it's one of the. I think it's one of the greatest fight scenes. Certainly, that's ever been. I guess I don't know if you call it TV. I think it's one of the best film fight scenes in would, comic book movies. I would agree period. with you. It is fantastic. And if you don't know what we're talking about, here, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but here's what I love about it. One, the single shot is great. Yeah. And this, it's this narrow hallway. But what I really love about it is lots of the fighting happens off camera, and that was Which brilliant. Which is kind of really cool. It's I brilliant. love that. Um, in fact, you see, we, we don't see him winning the fight, really. That happens off camera. But what we do see, and what's awesome, is we see him get completely and totally exhausted during that the fight. The end of it, when he's just, like, like slumping against the wall before he gets his last couple punches in. Oh, it was so good. And that's the one thing we haven't seen in comic book movies. We we don't see the heroes get exhausted. We see him kung-kung-fooing and flipping around. Yeah. Like if, if I go and I hit a, a, a boxing bag in the gym for 30 seconds... I'm sitting down. I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm like winded. I think we've seen Batman in the in the Nolan ones get beat up, but I didn't. I think you're right. I don't think you've ever seen him like tired. Right. But Daredevil is tired at the right. end of that fight. We think about it. That scene was what would you say like five minutes? Yeah, three or five minutes somewhere in there. So um, a UFC fight round lasts uh, three minutes. Yeah, and they are exhausted at the end of it. Yeah. Like at, at the end of a three minutes rounds, and there's usually like three or five rounds. This guy was fighting like eight, eight dudes. Yeah, eight guys. And the scene was like at least four minutes. Yeah. And you see like just how exhausted yeah. he is. And this oh, it was um, it was brilliant. It was fantastic. It was such a good scene. What I think this show does really well, what I've really enjoyed about watching uh watching Daredevil is it's a different side of Marvel. It really is. And I was a little I was a little um I was a little hesitant. I mean, I really wanted to watch a show. Mm-hmm. I knew that they weren't going to go Marvel movie route because they don't have to because they're on Netflix. But I was worried it might go too over the top. And there's a couple times when it gets over pretty... top. How over top uh, corny over the, or over the top no, dark? Over the top. It's pretty dark. I was I over the top like violent, Cheap. violent. Oh, it does really? Get pretty, I thought it was okay. Go ahead. It does get pretty graphic a couple times. It does like. Pretty Sp- I'm gonna say this word spike. Yes. Uh, dude Hammer. Head. Hammer. Hammer. Car door. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there are, there are some, there's some pretty violent stuff. And I guess I don't, I guess I don't know what I mean. I, I was a little worried that it was either going to be too light, right? That they would go, I like the arrow and I like the flash. Yeah. But I didn't really want that again because I have that on TV, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I am really happy with the tone of this show. I think it's fantastic. No, and it, it really is. And, I'm so proud of Marvel for taking that leap. Yeah. Because they have their family-friendly franchises, you know, between yeah. – and even on TV, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. You know, a family can sit down and watch that. I wouldn't sit down with my little kid and watch uh, Daredevil. No, no. It's too dark. But at the same time, it's – okay, I, it opens up uh, – these – Marvel's not afraid to have characters for different audiences. Yeah. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be this cookie cutter. You love this character, and since it has this long history of being a comic book character, it has to be applicable to any everyone. Yeah. I like that. That was made for me at thirty-one years old. 
that they take a classic comic book character and they give that character the essence of what Frank Miller was trying yeah, to do with yeah. it and what some people have done with Daredevil, and that's just make it dark and gritty. So I have that side of Marvel. I You mentioned Arrow and Flash. Uh, I'm still trying to catch up with those. I'm going to have a hard time going back to those. I'm going to tell you, you're exactly right. I, I think, well, I think I'm going to have a hard time with Arrow. Flash, I think, can go back to because Flash is that lighter, airy kind of like it's a really bubblegum kind. Yeah, it of. makes it look like Archie now next to <laughs> next to <laughs> right? Daredevil. But Arrow, Arrow has got this. They are they go dark, but then there's this like they pull back. There's a CW romantic drama that happens right. in it that's a little silly. And they just have so many characters and costumes, and it's it's just, I, I you know, I'm this isn't a spoiler the because, family. but the fact that I'm on episode ten and a half, and Daredevil's not in the Daredevil costume, no, yet, and no. I don't want him to almost be in it. You know, I almost it don't want him to be in it. I could go the whole first season and not even have him in the finale. The finale, I looked at the title; it's called Daredevil, yeah. so I'm guessing he's going to get a suit. But I could go. This if this series is like this, I could go the whole series without seeing him in the Daredevil suit. It doesn't make a difference to me. And plus, the suit he has is pretty badass. Yeah, it's it's like a a scuba scuba outfit. <laughs> it's well, it's it's like it's and like a Under Armour, but it's got it's like Under Armour, but it's got like piping on it. Yeah, in a exactly. Places. Yeah, he's got like elbow pads on and knee pads and stuff. Uh, I think it's really good. I really like it. I like the tone of it. Uh, the fight scenes are probably some of the best fight scenes I have seen on television or in a movie, hands down. You know the scene? Have you seen They Live? John yes. Carpenter's They Live. Yes. And the fight scene. With Roddy Roddy Piper? Yeah, Roddy Roddy Piper. And he's fighting uh, the dude outside. Remember oh, that? I was, I was trying a to... kid where I saw it, yeah. <clears throat> okay, I, well, I just remember the glasses. Yeah, the there's there's a fight scene in... Oh, in the alleyway? Yeah, in the, the alleyway. alleyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a fight scene that is the longest fight scene ever. And it's ridiculous. And it's just a stupid long fight scene. But it's like one of my favorite fight scenes in a movie. Because it seems like... Two dudes just beating the crap out of each other, and neither of them are very strong. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like realistic. This brutal fight. Like when you see a yeah, bar fight. Yeah, and so this is that some of the fight scenes remind me of that, but so much more better choreographed, and and you know what I mean. But but it it feels those fight scenes feel real. But then as the show goes along, you start seeing him be a little more daredevil, daredevilly with his fighting moves, Ac- right? more acrobatic, more, more acrobatic. Like roundhouses. I was really worried how they were going to play that part of Daredevil. Because I think that part of Daredevil is really cool in the comic book, like his acrobatic kind of style. We haven't got him using your cane yet, though. Right. The flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Flick! (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten that yet, though. But he does at the, I think with the episode where he starts fighting with the sticks, right? Right. And so you see, and I really love, we're seeing this kind of like... Progression. Progression of it. And they're not rushing it. No, They're not rushing it. You you figured they'd at least give him the sticks by like the third episode. Yeah. But it's not till later. I love how he just like throws stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first couple episodes are like, he throws like a gun at somebody, and you're like, oh! Oh, that's great. They do slip up sometimes and make it a little... There's one uh, scene that I was like, what? Um, he's in the um, the uh, the nurse's apartment. Yeah. And he's like, see you later. And he like, jumps out the window and out of the thing. And I'm like, dude, where'd he go? Like, that, there's nothing... That's in a fire escape. That's, that's you just like, like, land in a trash can and he was there because he's daredevil. <laughs> he just, like, he's like, bye, bye, see ya. Zoop. I'm like, th- whoa, th- whoa. I thought that was pretty great, though. He I just, he just got exhausted fighting guys. Now he's jumping out of like a third-story <laughs> building, like right into the ground. I still thought that was pretty rad, though. Uh, the one scene, the first time you see him do that acrobatic stuff when he's got the suit on, mm-hmm. uh, when he's like all dressed up, suit and tie, and he takes off to go get somewhere, and you see him like parkour up stuff. I was like, 
Yeah. <gasps> I was losing my mind. Yeah, to go so... rescue that um, one of the characters, yeah. and he he hears uh, about it, and then just starts yes. like parkouring. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way and to I really it. like how they've started to show his. I, I was that's one of the things I'm worried about is how do you show his abilities because they're all they're not visual abilities. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he can hear stuff, and I was really worried about how they would kind of show that stuff off. I really like how they handled it. It's a world on fire. I thought that was when they showed that. I thought it was so rad when they showed the way he sees. But they don't overdo it. No, one they, they probably don't. don't have the the budget to do that very too much. I don't know, dude. It's it seems like yeah. they got a pretty good budget. On well. It. One of the things that I'm impressed with, let's talk about the actors yeah. now and who's playing it. Before we talk about the main actors, what I think really makes the show is the day players. Yeah. The, the, char- the characters who are in it for like an episode or two, they're really good. Yeah. They're not pulling people, they're pulling, they're doing like, you know, central casting. Yeah. They're, they're, they're pulling in real actors, character actors yeah. to play these parts. Even small mob bosses who are only in it for an episode or two. Yeah. Or even the Russians were great. The Russians know? are really good. I thought they were really good. Uh, I like uh, I even like Leland Owlsley. The owl is in it. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's not a villain, but like they're using, using that him, character yeah. in there. I think and he has the owl quality too. Yeah, him. he does have a little. He's got a little owly looking mm-hmm. hair kind of thing going on. Well, so the main character here. What do you think? You were really excited. We talked about this with Dan. I was when I when I saw him. I thought he was great in. Uh, I thought he was fantastic in Boardwalk Empire. So I was really excited to see Charlie Cox be the guy who's going to play Daredevil. He doesn't look. Like the Matt Murdock in the comic books, you know what I mean? He doesn't. Right. I mean, that old Matt Murdock is kind of like a like uh, Robert Redford, Redford yeah, kind of yeah. looking guy. Uh, but I thought they did a really good job of um, lawyering him up, you know, like making him. And I thought he looked physically uh, good for the role. I mean, you're in a Marvel movie; they're gonna they're gonna right. pay you to work out and look good for this thing. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna give you the best. It, it's 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 a breeze when you have like the world's best yeah. nutritionist. Yeah, and they're gonna pay you to do it. So yeah, yeah I'd have I'd have you know. Plus, you're gonna play a superhero. Yeah, for and you're gonna play Daredevil, and you're like, okay, I can make it to the gym for six months. Yeah, I'm, and then every time you're working out, you're thinking, I'm, I'm Daredevil. Daredevil. I'm oh. Daredevil. Yeah. I'm Daredevil. Uh, but I thought I think he is fantastic, and I think he's really he's really really good. good. There's a couple times where his accent comes through, right? Uh, but. It's, he's still really good though. I thought yeah. he was really good at it. He plays he a blind pl- guy really uh, he well. He can't play young well. That you know, what? I like that episode. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was a, a very touch. I, th- I thought those scenes were good, but I wasn't buying. Like I'm, it's law school, so I guess it, it makes they're they're in their mid twenties. And they, had, they just started yeah, 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 their yeah, yeah, practice, yeah, 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 so, so it can't be that. It can't be that far. All know. right, so great. I also agree. I think Fo- he's foggy. great. I'm not sold yet. Are you not? I'm not sold on Foggy I love yet. Foggy I was Nelson. hesitant about it. I like that actor. He was great in Idle Hands, um, and uh, she's all that. <laughs> the best friend in right. she's all that, which I heard they're remaking, by the way. Um, oh yeah, I don't stay up to date on comic book news, but when it comes to she's all that, I am all she's about. All that it. is probably one of my favorite late '90s, early 2000s, like. Uh, redo of 80s movies. You know what I mean? They did that. Right. Like the pretty and pink yeah, type thing. They did the Russian. Okay. Those. Sidebar. <laughs> Whatever happened to Rachel Lee Cook? I used to have a major crush on her when really? I was a kid. Yeah. Dude, she has like the mousiest face yeah, on her. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, she does. Uh, well, you are Travis Ratz. So. All right. And bring it back in. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I, I'm not sold on Foggy yet. I think. Um, I think he's still trying to figure out like how you get that bumbliness of, of yeah. Foggy and the dorkiness of Foggy, and it plays well against Matt's uh, seriousness. But that's in the writing. Yeah. Um, I want to see him, and I, I, maybe I'm basing it off of because the last episode I watched is a really foggy, happy yeah. episode, which is also very different from the comic books as far as what I've understood about at least 
classic Daredevil. Yeah, I um, would say that that fought, that was the episode up until that episode, the Murdoch versus Nelson, or mm-hmm. yeah, Nelson versus Murdoch. Yeah. that episode. I really, really liked Foggy. That episode, I'm kind of like, he seems so indignant, and that didn't, that anger never showed up. Yeah, you need to see that. That's actually a very good way of saying that, and maybe that's what they have the issue with. It's like all of a sudden you come in the set that day, and you're going to give different motivation to it. Yeah. You know? But I understand. You've been this happy-go-lucky guy who seems to roll with the punches pretty easy and be super loyal to him. And you're not even really – there's no room to breathe. You're just on Matt for – I understand he's hurt and he feels like betrayed, but it just it's not clicking for me. So I haven't finished the episode yet. Well, maybe that was – was that – That one's done. I okay, think that one's done. Yeah. So there were – yeah. Because yeah. the next day he wakes up and yeah. he's like, okay, I got you. Yeah. So I would say that I like that episode. Mm-hmm. I thought the yeah. Matt and his stories, like the college stories were good. But I'm going to agree with you that I thought that maybe – it was a little heavy handed on how angry he was. Right. Um, and it, and maybe not, and maybe it wasn't heavy handed on how angry he was, but it didn't, it seemed like a 180 from all the other foggy scenes up to then. Um, but you can tell he's super loyal. He super cares about yeah, the people that are with I'm him. I'm not saying I dislike the character. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I think he still has room to, a lot of room yeah. to grow with the character. Whereas I feel like, um, the Matt Murdoch, um, uh, Cox has really kind of put his stamp already. Yeah. In the first eleven episodes on Daredevil, yeah, like he's he's done a really good job of this is how this is my take on Daredevil, yeah. and he's been very true to it. I think he's been really good, Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin. Oh, awesome! Oh, he when we talked about this is yeah. I think this is a guy who studied that Frank Miller Kingpin, yes. yeah, because he is go back and listen to our Daredevil um, Frank Miller uh, episode, even if you haven't read it, yeah, you'll be able to get something out of it if you've watched Daredevil. And some of the stuff we talk about is how cold yes. and calculated and calm the Kingpin that is. That is so – like, D'Onofrio has this weird delivery, the way he's saying his lines in it, that are so – it's so bizarre. But it's so good. Like, I can't explain. Like, it seems like he measures every word he says before he says it. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. What? Well, let me try to explain my take on it. I exactly agree, but he says it like an insecure teen, like a child, yes. like an insecure child who's very concerned about how he's going to be perceived by others. And so he's always, before he speaks, he's always very hesitant. And it seems like everything he says, he's very almost judgmental of himself. Yeah. And And then we see his young self and it's the same way. And so there's that... Yes, he, a lot of Kingpin hasn't grown up, you know. Like he 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 is taken so much of his childhood with him, yeah. And he really is this very scarred little boy still, who's has this immense amount of power yeah. and not a lot of control on his emotions. When when I found out when they get to the episode where they reveal why he buys that painting, I couldn't believe they showed it on. Um, oh my god! I couldn't believe they showed that. I because I keep forgetting that it's not on TV and that's on yeah. Netflix. <laughs> and you're like, they would never show oh, that on TV. And his dad from uh, Entourage, he was a yeah. character in Entourage. Um, he's awesome. Yes. Like he nailed that oh, role. It was so I, good. It was so good. Yeah. When I would it, say I'd, lo- I'd like to see more of him, but <laughs> <laughs> when you see that scene of him and you find out why, like, so early in the show he buys his painting, and then later you kind of find out why he has this attachment to that painting, and that scene, I am like, dude, right. it was so good. Even in the so episode good. when he wakes up, and he's because he's a man of routine. Yeah, he's a man of routine. Um, and that episode is 
what I love about the episode at the end too is the is the How wardrobe it's broken. The uh the the wardrobe yeah. of it and 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 we start to see like the the kind of flamboyant kingpin. You never see him in the white suit, you yeah. know. And in fact, he makes a joke about it at one point yeah. about like he's wearing a white suit. And an like ascot. Yeah, <laughs> There's an like ascot. a joke about wearing a white and suit. It was ascot. really he. So he's nailing it. Yeah. Um. So we don't want to talk all Daredevil this episode, but let's go with um a couple other characters quickly. Uh, Turk is in it. Who's only in it for a little bit. The dude who's playing him is really good. He's in the very beginning. Uh. So it's the guy who is rounding up the the girls. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, right. Turk's yeah, yeah. In it. He I didn't even catch that. It was yeah. Turk. He shows yeah. up a couple times in it. I thought that was fantastic. Um, I like him. Uh, a couple other. Oh, Ben Eric. Er- yeah, Ulrich. Er- er- yeah, Ulrich. Ulrich. Thank you. Yeah, Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, he's one of my favorite characters yeah. in that Frank Miller run. Yeah. Um, excellent, excellent yes. job on him. Uh, I think he he brings a level of um. He grounds it in the kind of reality. It's because you always had that reporter element yeah. in any superhero story, but it doesn't feel like I'm out for truth, justice in the American way. You yeah. know, it's very much. I don't know what the wife storyline. I, I kind of, I kind of like it because it lends you to other parts of the story, mm-hmm. right? So it's a good segue for him. And I can't remember her name. They don't spend too much time yeah, there. I can't remember her uh, name. Karen Page. Karen, there we go. Karen. Uh, what do you think about her? Um, I loved her from True Blood. I never, I've never seen. Yeah, True Blood, she was in, She was a big part of True Blood, and so when I saw her on here, I didn't know she was in the yeah. show, and I was like, "Oh man, and she's a, her character is a huge part of yeah. this this yeah. Daredevil. The whole the whole firm is a really big part, yeah, uh, of it." And so, I I like her, but I don't know if I like her because of True Blood, because she's hot, <laughs> um, or if she's really so. I didn't think that Karen Page was was so fearless. The renditions of Karen Page yeah. that I've seen, but I think I think she I think it's a good role and it's a good way to play Karen in this version of it. Yeah, it, 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 like you said with Ben, it it helps bring in some other parts of yeah, the world, some key parts and of it story. allows us to detox from Daredevil within these episodes. Yeah, um, as long as I don't see like a full Karen Page episode, then I'm okay. Kingpin's assistant, awesome, so good, awesome, so good, oh, so good. <laughs> Awesome. So <laughs> exactly what we didn't want to do. But um, he is so good. Like yeah. so like in we, love with Kingpin. We don't say his name. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so fantastic. All right, so let's stop let's stop talking about how much we love Daredevil if we can. And that has been Comic Exposure's weekly take on Daredevil. <laughs> Stay tuned next week for more Daredevil. Well, you know we're gonna have to talk about the ending of it because neither of us have finished it. Mm-hmm. So the last time we'll have to talk about Daredevil. Next variant issue. Uh next variant issue we'll talk about the end of it. Um so here's what I want to talk about. Couple variant issues ago, we talked about convergence and secret wars. Right, secret wars hasn't happened yet. Mm. We are now in. I don't understand the convergence thing. Break this down for me okay. again. So we're in two weeks of convergence. Here's what convergence is: essentially, DC's moving offices. They need filler right comics. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're moving offices across the country. They need filler comics. So what they've done is they are doing forty comics in two months. Every week, ten issues come out. The main convergence title, it might, yeah, the main convergence title, and then nine or ten side stories of what's going on. It is. It's a ton. It's a ton of stuff. I'm going to tell you, listeners. Are they be forty different titles completely? Uh, or are they going to be twenty and twenty? Okay. Or no, is it? It's it's ten. Yeah, it's forty. 40 in the first month and then issue two of those 40 in the second so month. you see like I, you have an atom here so yeah. there'll be two issues of atom and convergence yeah so here's here's what i did um i could care less about convergence the main storyline but essentially this is what's happened brainiac has domed off a bunch of cities um 
throughout the different Marvel universes. And essentially what's going to happen is heroes from each of these universe cities are going to fight. And whichever hero wins, that universe's city stays, the other one goes. I don't believe that Convergence will have any effect on the actual DC universe. I just think this is a a dumb event. It's it really it's, it's very Secret Wars. And it's very it's, Mortal Kombat style. It like, is. And it is awful. Is it bad? Oh god, it's bad. Well, here what titles did you pick up? So here's what here's what happens. Uh, I flipped through the main Convergence. I read a little bit of the main Convergence stories, but I don't care. And that's what talks about the dome and stuff. Yeah, well, all of them talk about the dome. I don't care enough about Convergence to read it, but I wanted to pick a couple of the little weird issues of characters you don't see that much cuz I was like, yeah, I'm going to grab some stuff, and I wanted to grab some stuff. None of the – most of the artists and the uh, – I love off- that Superboy cover, by the way. Oh, the Superboy cover is fantastic. What's uh, the art in the inside like? Uh, art in the inside isn't bad, but it's not the same person. Oh, it's very classic Superboy. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty Superboy-ish. Um, so what I did is week one, I picked up this – this was my plan for Convergence is to pick up a couple weirdo issues in this first month and be okay, okay with it. So the first month – or the first week of Convergence, I picked up the Adam and the Question. Because I was like, oh, Adam's... They probably put out this Adam one because Adam's in uh, in Arrow. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to see what they did with the character. Uh, it had to be one of the worst things I've ever read. I cannot explain to you how just... It could have been cool, but it definitely was not cool. It's just, it's just like... It's just bad. Like just milk and toast. It's, it's bad. The fight scene was awful. It's just not good. So essentially, the dome has been up, and while the dome has been up, it's been a year. No one has their superpowers. All heroes are super powerless for this year, and now the dome comes down okay. so they can fight. All right. So each story, so they were they were powerless in the dome. Yeah, and so each story this is really complicated. Yeah, it is. Each story is essentially about. Um, they're kind of giving you a taste of what's going on in these different universes as superheroes have lost their powers and mm-hmm. what it's like to be trapped inside of a dome. And then also at the same time, it throws you into this Mortal Kombat style fight. Right. So neither- for those of you out there thinking like, hey, rats, why don't you understand like more about this? You are on a comic book podcast. Sit on it. <laughs> it's not good. None of the stuff I picked up, it was like they were half in this story of telling life what life is like inside of a dome. And then they tried to do this battle stuff and neither of them are done well. Uh, so I picked up the Atom. The Atom is garbage. The question, the art is kind of – the reason why I grabbed these is I would flip through and I said, oh, I like the art. I'll pick it up. Uh, the Atom one, the art wasn't great in it, but I just wanted to know what they do with the Atom. So I grabbed that one. Uh, the art, I don't know anything about the question, really. Uh, and the story actually focuses more on the Two-Face in it. And the Two-Face in the question uh, issue is rad because he's got a sweet beard. Oh, that yeah. That only grows wow, on half is. of yeah, his face. He's like real like uh... – a Tom uh, Hanks in uh, Castaway there. Yeah, he's got a little Castaway look to him. And then half of his face is melted off because he's two-faced. And so I thought that was kind of cool. So I picked it up. Story's not great. Here's what I want from Convergence. Yeah. And this, I would pick this up. And I would buy every issue for a year. I want Bud and Doyle from Biodome. <laughs> I want them to have their own dome. Yeah. And then I want them released and put into the world of comic book characters. And I want... Polly Shore and one of the Baldwins. I'm not sure which one of the Baldwins. Just like below, like I'm the whistle. Like yeah. I, I feel like I would, I would buy that. Munchins and grinded. Uh, here's what Keep I wish. Here's what I wish it was. I wish it was an issue of two superheroes beating the crap out of each other for 22 pages, but it is not. Like Marvel versus DC back in the 90s. Yeah, 
The Superboy one is probably the best one I read. I picked that one up this week. I only picked up one because it was the only one that I thought, yeah, I'll grab that. I would I would pick that up if uh, I saw that. The cover is fantastic. Babs Tar. That cover is. I would buy that as a print. Yeah, Babs Tar does the cover. She's the artist on uh, Batgirl. And so mm-hmm. she only does the cover for this, and she's fantastic. So I'm like, I love the cover. Yeah, I essentially awesome. bought Superboy for the cover because I've been wanting to. have that stupid convergence logo. No, that um. Oh, that bar yeah, code that's always it. that's. Why are they putting him on the front of covers, man? I don't know. Uh, I think Image does a really good job. They hide him on the back. A lot it's of other ones silly. hide him on the back. It's just, it's just poor planning. I don't know. I think I think like Marvel. Josh, why is this happening? I think Marvel and DC believe that comic book owners can't flip it over to scan it. Like shop. Uh, if I turn it over, I might crease the pages. <laughs> or like the comic shop owner is going. We'll be like, talk. Oh, we'll talk no, to our comic book shop. There's owner. no price on here. Uh, it's uh, free. I guess uh, it's free. Free yeah. comic book day. Uh, so that's my convergence take. Don't buy it. You don't need to. Okay. Just, just lay off DC Comics for. Two All right. Months. Well, I, you know what? Since you did convergence, here's my promise. Here, when Secret Wars? War comes out, I'm I'm going to jump in full throttle on that. I'm going to be the Secret Wars guy. I'm pretty excited for this. I'm excited for you. You, to... you can't buy any Secret Wars. I won't buy any Because it's Wars. my thing I'm now. Okay I'm, with that. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming it. It's yours. It's right. yours. All right. So we talked convergence. Let's talk trailers. Two serious trailers came out back to back days. Let's talk about Star Wars first. Let's talk about Star Wars first. Uh, by the way, I am wearing in honor of the trailer. Oh, you've got my Star Wars. Socks those are fantastic Star Wars. Darth socks. Vader and if um, your plan tonight, sir, is to get laid, those things aren't going to work tonight. Those are not. Yeah, okay, you want to see my lightsaber? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, gonna Darth invade her. <laughs> those are now. You better try those lines tonight when you're out and about. We'll see if those work or not. And then come back to the show and kiss. Cry and into and- the mic. <laughs> <laughs> she said that she knows a like nerds who are thirty-one, and I should get a real hobby. No, you shouldn't, okay. Travis. You I know, should. never. You gotta find. You gotta find a woman who appreciates a, you for you. Yeah, I'm a Peter Pan man. Or you, or you lie about it until you've hooked them, and then you let it. And out. then po- post coitus, I talk about Secret Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so, what so, are your hopes, your dreams? I really hope Secret Wars. Pays yeah. off. Yeah. I hope it's not just like a Stupid. marketing ploy. Um, trailer, Star Wars. <laughs> what, what do you think? Initial thought. Awesome. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. All right, let's break this down. First of all, it start, the trailer starts off very similar like to the other trailer, the yeah. first trailer, where it's yeah. that desert scene. And so I'm like, am I watching the old trailer? Exactly. But you get this beautiful, almost like watercolor painting landscape of... Um, the uh, destroyer, Star oh, Destroyer, it looks so crushed good. down the ground, and it's like, as someone when you when you watched um, episode six, you know, yeah. and you know the empires brought down. It's such a beautiful transition to let you know, like, hey, this ain't a prequel. This yeah. is this is after the, this is a different world. This Star Destroyer is down. It was it was so beautiful. Was so like I just wanted to watch that. I watched that beginning part, the landscape again, and that. The way it's filmed, just that that um, it's so the epic panorama and, scope, yeah. and just the movement across the desert yeah. and oh, it was that. So that was really awesome. All right. So, so next next part. Um, it. It's just all of it's good, man. Every single part of it. I'm like, this is fantastic. The ships look amazing. They do. The ships are just because tits. Here was the worst part about the prequels. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I was a high, I was in high school when the first one came out. When episode one came out, I skipped school and saw it twice that day. Mm. I was super stoked, super excited. Were you in Japan at the time? I was. We, we didn't get Star it till we didn't get it till um, four months later. 
Oh, that's a bummer. That was before things were released at the same time. Internationally. Uh, so I skipped school. And and it was and... like this. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I don't think this is good in English either. Uh, it, but so I saw it twice. The worst part, even when I saw it then, the ships looked too new and too like. It's all washed out and filtered, and that's what George Lucas did on the new Indiana Jones yeah. too. It's like everything was computer generated. Yes. It looked this nothing was looks, film. This looks tangible, man. Mm-hmm. It looks tangible. The little Roly robot is a real freaking robot. Did they did they film it on film, or is it all was it filmed digitally? Because some of those scenes look like they're filmed on film, like those desert yeah. landscapes. I mean, obviously the the CGI yeah. stuff in the back, but the um. The coloring of it, yeah, it looks very much like a, like a film. It looks like the the good, the bad, and the ugly, or like an old western it almost. Like it's so got that good. that um, so quality to it. Uh, the voiceover, oh, so, good. so good, so good. So <laughs> I feel like Chris Frog messing up. Remember that time when you got your hand cut off by your dad? That's awesome. <laughs> Luke's metal hand as he touches R two. Yeah, so good. All I'm gently say, caresses. R2. All I'm gonna say is everything is so good. Uh, and my friend Jeremy, he was on the podcast before. He and I tweeted about it. So this is this is our, our this is our we texted each other back and forth. Did you and see now for tra- a new segment called Josh reads his tweets? Josh, not even tweets. This is text messages back and forth. Uh, and so this is what he said to me. He says it looks like what I dream about Star Wars being. It just looked right, and I could not agree more. It does. This little trailer looks right. Okay, but let's 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 get let's get real reels. Let's okay. get for reels reels. Okay. What? So I like a lot about it. Yeah. What I'm concerned about is trying to pack too much story into one movie. You have a lot of... Because you're bringing in all these old characters. Like, they're not... They're bringing in all the old characters who have survived. Yeah. Right? You know... Chewie looks... Chewie, Chewie looks really looks, good, yeah. too. He looks, he looks really age. good. He doesn't age. He's really good at Wookiee. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, you see my Star Wars socks? Uh, you're really good at Wookiee. Um, I'm worried they're going to fall into the trap that um, some, franchise, some franchises fall into where it's like... We're, we're going to give you all the stuff you loved, and then we're going to give you a bunch of new stuff and a bunch of new characters because those are the characters who are going to take the baton and run with it. And so you get this – you get so many characters that you can't ever really feel for any of them. Here's what, here's what I think. I think that you're going to get um, – I don't think you're going to get a ton of Leia in it. I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to get a lot mm-hmm. of her in it. I don't think you're going to get a lot of Han Solo. I don't think you're going to get a lot of the old school very much I don't think at you all. Are. And so I think essentially what you're doing is those people are there literally to pass the baton, mm. right? Or one of them will play kind of a bigger role throughout the story, but I think the other two are going to be pretty ancillary the way they're in it. Mm. Uh, big vocab word. And uh, and I think I think that it's going to be. Um, I have I have no worries. I'm going to tell you I have no worries about this. Two tra- two teaser trailers, and I've got no worries. But that could all change. How upset will you be if it's disappointing? Will you will you continue to watch the Star Wars franchise, or will you will you be like you broke my heart? Star no, Wars. I'll also watch it. Yeah, yeah, you. Will. I watched the last Hobbit movie and I didn't want to, but I did. That was horrible. I stuck through it. Um, but um, so uh, so I think that that it's not like a worry of mine. I think it looks awesome, and I can't wait. I'm super stoked for it. But I was just noticing that this stormtrooper. Uh-huh. How is this? Is this his story? The silver one or the the young oh the young guy the black one Josh <laughs> well there's like a thousand stormtroopers the black stormtrooper Josh I got you I got you um is this his story is this his story yeah, I think he's the I think he and the girl are the main characters in it okay so him and the girl are the main characters in it at least from what I've read I've tried to not read a whole lot because I don't want to be yeah, too spoiled neither um but I'm pretty sure that it's his story uh, and what it seems like it looks like he's like crap I'm a stormtrooper I shouldn't be. 
or it's he. Well, why am I the only black stormtrooper and everyone's clones of Boba Fett? They're not clones of Boba Fett anymore, dude. Oh, okay. Sorry. Now they all change. I'm not. I'm not gonna get geeky. I was gonna get too geeky. What well, happened? Explain to me. All the clones are dead, man. So they have like actual people in it. So the so, Clone Wars, like between the prequels and this. Okay. Clone... Have you watched the Clone Wars on on? The, the show? No, not the cartoon. No, but is that what is that what's explaining? No, Does that sh- no. Show me the if, death of the stormtrooper if clones. You, if you look like it, there's some nerd stuff. Were they? They weren't clones in the Star Wars franchise though, because they were different heights. Right. So, but so, but that is that is that going back in like revisionist history when they're like um, people didn't like it when they were clones, so uh, we're gonna say that. I don't think you're gonna hear anything about medi- metachlorians or okay. like the little things that make you have the yeah. force. I think I thought the clone thing was really lame. Yeah, and. Just because of one line in the first Star Wars when they say Clone Wars, we have to build like this huge yeah. franchise off of this. No, I didn't like Give it. me a break. Give me a break. Not my Star Wars. <laughs> not my Star Wars. Hashtag not my Star Wars. Uh, so, fantastic trailer. Then I forced you and I cried. I'm not going to lie to you. I teared up at the end yeah. when Han Solo and the Wookiee are there. Han Solo and Chewie. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> But he actually articulated. He, he actually was said, very articulate. He said, it one. looked like, and it looked like he wanted to be in the movie. Home, he did. Every other movie yeah. I've seen him in, he doesn't look like he wants to be in that movie. Yeah. No, this, he's thinking about his paycheck. Yeah. This one, he looks like he wants to be in it, at least for that one glimpse you get of him. Right. And really, if that's the only scene they show of him in the movie, and then they're like, and then he gets blown up, I'll yeah, be like, that's oh, cool. that was great. That was that's I'm cool. really glad to do that. You're going to keep Chewy because you can put anyone in that costume. Yeah. It'll be good. So he's going to, and they keep him young. He can be part of the new crew as well, you know? Yeah. So, I made you watch Batman versus Superman. Yeah, you forced me to. Supreme, at Court, point. Supreme Court Justice, Batman yes. versus Superman. <laughs> Batman v. Superman, yes. 1982. Uh, what did you think of it? Um, the first impression, you've only watched it yeah, once. Yeah, i only watched it once. Um, uh, one of the things that, one of the shots that stood out to me that I really love is that false god the shot. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And, it, and if that's the take they're going on to give conflict to Superman... I think so. Here's my take on it. You yeah. know, there was this huge would backlash. You, would you like it? Did you like uh, Man of Steel? It wasn't bad. I give it. Okay. it I gave it three out of four stars. Okay. You know, um, I, I I think it's the best Superman movie since you know, yeah, Christopher Reeve's Superman. Um, this is George Reeve's Superman. <laughs> but um, my favorite one. Uh, so there's such this backlash about all of the destruction, how yeah. violent Superman is. Uh, in this first one, it seems like they really took that in consideration when building the plot. Yeah. If he's going to be this false god, and they're like, you know, can we have these people who have unlimited power just running, um, yeah. just making up their own rules and, and and having these giant battles on Earth? It seems like they they took what critics were like, Superman. This isn't Superman. Doesn't kill people. Superman doesn't destroy a city. Yeah. And they're used. They're building that into the plot, and then putting Batman in there as the counter to that. The people's pe- like, yeah. it, it's it's like the the little man versus like the government type thing almost. You know? Did, like, did you did you read all of Dark Knight? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and there's a scene that trailer yeah. where he's in the bat suit, yeah. and that is straight out of Frank yeah. Miller's Dark Knight. Um, returns as someone who didn't read all of dark knight i read the first one i don't i don't really know about the giant superman fighting mm-hmm. part of it um but what do you is that the best story to bring batman and superman together best buds no that's that's no because that is frank miller's batman dark knight returns works because they're old and they have these are two friends and rivals who've had a long history together and it's finally time 
to match up and there's there's a whole history between these characters so it brings this emotional element of yeah, yeah they've always kind of butted heads but underneath it there's mutual respect and now they are pitted against each other and so it has this emotional resonance um and this is like it seems like they're encountering each other for the first yeah. time you know very again mortal Kombat style yeah. And I'm just like, where's the emotional resonance in this? Well, this is this is the lead into Justice League, right? right? This will be the lead into Justice League. I'm curious because this right now, I'm going to tell you, this is what I think is going to happen. They get to fight, and the little scene we saw has got to be halfway through the movie, or right. the first third of the movie, sure, right? And then who's the big bad? That gets them to team up because there's got to be something. Wasn't worse than Wasn't it, aren't they getting a Luther in there? Yeah, Lex Luther's in it. Okay, but what does Lex Luther create? Because he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's not enough to for to get those two monster powers together. Right? Yeah, and so I'm curious as to what there's all these rumors like Doomsday is going to show up or too soon s- something's going to happen. Uh, there's like Brainiac rumors. I'm like, you can't do Brainiac yet. No, after, not I the think, Green Lantern. I think you can do. I think you can do Brainiac for Justice League. Not the Green Lantern. I think you can if you do a real, if you do like the Android version of Brainiac. Brainiac's not sexy to kids these days, man. I think he's okay. I think he works. He's in the um, cartoon. Let's see. What's be a good okay. I think I think Dark Side is to Thanos, so you can't use Dark Side because he's just he's DC Thanos right, or yeah. Thanos no, no, is right. Marvel Dark Side. However you want to look at it. Right. So I think you're going to copy... Uh, I think they're afraid of copying Marvel too much if they go dark side. Um, but I'm really interested to see... I want to know how it's going to play out. I want to see it. I'm going to say that because of Star Wars, this trailer didn't mean that much to me. I was like... No, it was it was not, poor timing for it to get it's leaked. It's not like Star Wars enough for me. No, like, it, I, Star Wars... Star Wars was so bright. Was and hitting was so, on all, it was hitting on all yes. points. This was... Um, it was very canned. It was just like it was like oh the it was first of all it's very stylized yeah and they're really trying to make well, it dark it you is know Scott obviously Snyder, that that's you know. that's Gotham right I'm yeah. guessing most of those scenes were Gotham or or why is it so dark know. I don't know but even the first super that Superman uh, Man of Steel was dark though at times at the end it gets really gray you know what I yeah mean? it didn't turn me off the trailer didn't yeah, turn me no. off but it didn't get me super excited no. either but I did like. Um, I did like the shots of Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Dude, he looked like he looked really good. I was when I first heard Bruce Wayne. I when I first first heard Ben Affleck was gonna be Bruce Wayne. I was pretty I was pretty bummed. I was pretty yeah. bummed, and I don't know why. It's not like Christian Bale looked like Batman. Right. He doesn't look like the Batman that's in the comic books. But Ben Affleck's Batman looks like, like Greg Capullo's Batman. He does. Almost, he looks know? like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's got that serious kind of Bruce Wayne look to him. And I thought I was like, oh, dude, that's great. What do you think about the voice? Uh, I hope that's only when he's got that big suit on. Big suit on. Because if that's his voice all the time, that's one of the things that bugs me the most about the Arrow is when the Arrow has to use the voice modulator all the time. Right. I'm like, dude, just just talk the way you talk. I'm not saying you have to like go, oh, Batman. The, yeah. like the Christian Bale version of it, but I don't yeah. know. I, I got a feeling it's not. I got a feeling yeah. it's voice modulated if this the is, time. If this is the world where Superman can put glasses on and no one knows he's Superman... Bruce Wayne can have the same voice as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but they won't. <laughs> I hope it's not like that the it's... whole time. I hope that when he has the regular suit on, I think you're going to be disappointed. He doesn't sound like a robot. All right, so Batman, Star Wars trailers, awesome. How much time we got left? Here? We covered a lot today. I mean, I, 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 anything else you want to talk about? Well, we got a question. We got a question. Oh yeah, from, we got a question, question from a listener. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, Josh Beeler, Josh Beeler uh, from Brohio. 
All right, so uh, Josh Bieler from Brohio. Bro, 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 Ohio. Bro, 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 Ohio. Uh, he wrote in and he asked us. Uh, we had talked before about starting a, a letter, a handwritten letter. No, not a handwritten. Oh, he, he Facebook, Facebook, Facebook question. Uh, how I prefer my questions, Facebook or via Twitter. Twitter because I prefer face to face questions as face-to-face, well. Yeah, I hate it when I ask someone a question, they turn their back on me. And they're like, "Story me, of my life." Let me answer you. <laughs> Uh, I just turned around in case you didn't know that, uh, listening audience. Uh, so uh, he asked about poll. We had talked a while ago about you getting a poll list, which you still haven't. So you don't care enough. Well, how do you know? You still don't care how do you know? know? You haven't seen me in a week. How do you not know that I – listen, I have not gotten a poll list. That's because I'm shifting my loyalties to a new comic book shop. Save that one. Which we, I don't know if we're going to announce on this episode. Might or, as well. Okay. Well, but go ahead and let's okay. get the question first. So the question was about uh, how do you set up a pull list? So he wasn't really sure how it worked. Uh, he, uh, he right now. Good question. He, he kinda reads, Good question, Jim. He kind of reads like trades right now. So he asked about uh, what the process is for opening up a pull list or stuff like that. Or do you have to get stuff every week? Or how, how, do, you, how do you do stuff with a pull list? It really depends on your comic book shop. Right. Uh, so usually you go in and if it's a comic book shop, you just ask, Hey, can, I'd like to start a pull list. And they'll be like, awesome. What books would you like us to pull for you? Wait, is this, is this the, um, comic book shop that's run by a Butler? It is. Very good. Like, Very good, sir. Yes, sir. What would you like us to pull for you today? Uh, so it really depends on, on how any place runs their pull list at Greg's. When I used to be at Greg's, uh, Greg's has a long, like a couple long boxes with pieces of paper in there and each piece of paper has a number on it. And then they go, they write some stuff down on this piece of paper and they shove it in the box. And when stuff comes in for you, they shove it in your thing. So when they do their orders, they pull all the slips out and say, people ordered this, this, and this. Uh, and then when they're, when your books come in, they put them in literally a, a pull box for you of stuff. It's not like you get your own box. You usually share a box with a bunch of people, but it's just numbered off. So your comments are touching other people's they comments. They are. Well, there might be like a sheath between them. I don't, I don't know. Mm. But uh, so... so that's essentially you just go in and ask them how they run their pull box. Every place runs it a little different. The place I'm at right now, uh, True Believer, is where my where I'm at right now because it's it's close to the it's close to the house. Uh, it's a cool little rad little shop, and I want to support the local scene. Question? Yeah. I have a heart like so. I I went through this recently with um, the woman who cuts my hair. Yeah. She was cutting my hair for like I don't know like five years. Yeah. One day she wasn't there. I think she was out. So this other uh, woman cut my hair. A younger woman. And, uh, and did a better job of it. So you stuck with that one? And I was like, well, how do I make this transition? Because this, they both work they in the same, same spot, and I can't go in there. They're going to see me. So I found out which days my old haircut lady does, uh, doesn't work, which is a Tuesday and Thursday, which is the only days I can get my haircut now. And I've been doing this for two years, and I haven't run into her, but I feel guilty every time, Josh. Dude, I think, so I think how do you after, make... After two years, she probably doesn't remember that she Oh, she remembers hair. me. She how remembers you know? me. Did she send you a Christmas card the last two years? No, but it was like six years of cutting my hair. I think we established a relationship. But I think at this point, she knows you're not coming back. Okay, good point. But at the same time, but what if she saw me and found out, like, for, for two years, you've been coming in here, getting cut in the slide. You get extensions. You put extensions in, like super long extensions, and be like, I haven't cut my hair in two years. Question. I was trying something new. Who do you think is going to give me those extensions, Josh? Uh, it's a vicious circle. Man. Did you do extensions, buddy? No. No, what about your bro from Ohio? He does not. He does not. Oh, okay. Uh, I would say, I would say, so what's your question? How do My you question is, I feel like that's kind of like the same thing as like a, uh, you switched comic books. I did, I did. You, how long were you at Greg's? Uh, how long were you with Greg? Here, here's, what, here's what happened. 
I, this is my third. This is my third comic book shop. Mm-hmm. And so when I first got back into comic books, so there's a uh, comic books. There's a cool place in downtown Mesa called uh, Gotham City uh, Comics mm-hmm. and Coffee. Yeah, it's kind of a cool little place. It had started up, and um, I had been into Greg's before, but Greg's is like a scary like. Hole in the wall comic book shop. It's not scary. I don't want to say that. That's that's the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It is a comic book shop for comic book people. There's no other reason for you to go in there except to get comic books. They don't do like they don't do like game night. They don't do Pokemon tournaments. They don't do anything like that. But for the audience who hasn't been there, Travis. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I, I'm just, yeah. I'm saying I, you, you're yeah. correct. Yeah. So uh, I you know when I first got into it, I wanted to um, I, I went into Gotham because it seemed like a more friendlier open environment. It's bigger. It's hip. I don't know that it's hip, but it's it's hipper. It's definitely the hipper than Greg's. And so I went in there, and I had started my I started my my first ever pull list there since I was in like junior high, high school, like freshman year. And so I went in. I just wanted some titles. So that's what you got to do. And you got to before you go in, figure out what you want to read. Right. Josh, before you go in, Josh Beeler, figure out what you want to read. Figure out what titles you want. And go in there and be like, hey, I'd like to get a pull list. These is, this is what I would like. Yeah, to don't have be the dude like as a Starbucks, like, mm, let's see, oh, Frappuccino. I guess a, unless, a soy milk. Unless you're no. going Know in, what you want, Josh. Unless you're going in and then go, if you want some suggestions, ask for suggestions. Comic book guys love to tell you what to read. Yeah, true. They do. If you ask yeah, me, I will, I will tell yeah. you what to read. So, uh, but that's what you got to do. You just go in, you tell them what you want. Every place is a different system. Gotham system was pretty similar to Greg's. Uh, True Believers is a little different. He has a little booklet, like a little black book he opens up and he writes your name in or your titles in it. And then that's how he runs his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's this got. This is the new sexy uh, comic book shop. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a got a comic book shop slut, Josh. He, uh, he will text you. He takes your phone number down and he texts you when your books come in, which is kind of nice and tells you what you got. Hey, this is what came for you. Greg's never did that for me. And really the reason. Does he put an emoji on it? He did, I don't know. No emoji. No emoji. Mm-hmm. We'll ask him. We're going to see him. So we should ask him if he will add emojis. You know, a business plan. Yeah, business plan. That's a good idea. We'll throw a Spidey emoji on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're. Oh, and then just emojis. Whack. So if you got a like, Spider Man, yeah. it's just a Spider Man face. Or just like, yeah, just, yeah. Or just like, like put some comic book reference in the. Your, your issues are in. Come pick them up. Thwap. I think it's Thwip. I think it's Thwip. Uh, okay. Snicked. 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 <laughs> Dork. Snicky, snicky, You're snicky a dork. Snarl. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, so it's actually uh, uh, thwip. Uh, <laughs> I'm out, people. I'm done. So, so you know, you go in, you figure out how they work it, and you get your books. Um, don't be afraid. The comic book guys, they want you to come in and buy don't stuff. Don't be scared. Yeah, they want you to come in and buy stuff. So go in and tell them these are the, some of the books you're interested in. Uh, ask them if they have any suggestions. Throw it on there. Uh, you don't have to have something that comes out every week. If you have something that comes out, they pull it for you. You pick it up that week. Uh, I have an app I use um, that kind of keeps track of my comic book stuff for me. Um, so I can look and see what's coming out that week and go, okay, that's on my list. Or I can go, oh, that looks interesting. I'll pick it up. What's it's, the app it's called? called Comics Day. Um, so Comics Day app. And so essentially you can see what's ever going to come out next month. So right now or next week. So I can see the diamond list for every comic book. You can click on it, add it to your buy list. It tells you what the price of the books are. It tells you what your total will cool. be. That's so it's cool. kind of a cool little app. And so even if it's not on my pull list, I can see what's coming up. So if I walk in the store, I get my pull list or I can see if I have anything that's going to be pulled. So I may not have to go into the store because right. I don't have anything that's going to be pulled that way. But you'll know because you're going to get a text. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it depends on where you go. But that's really about it. Um, they want you to come in and buy books, so they'll help you out. So that's our, that's our first guest question. Yay! Yay! Our, first, our first question. I feel, I feel changed, like a changed man. I do, I do. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, next week, we're talking uh, the fade out. 
by mm-hmm. Brubreaker and Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a guest on. Who's our guest? Mark Poland. Mark Poland? Yeah, Mark Poland. Like, he's po- like from Poland? No. He's not from Poland? No. So if I put him in a round he's room a ginger, and tell so him to pee in the corner... He won't. He'll be okay. I don't, I don't need Polish jokes. Is that a Polish that joke? That is Polish joke. Polish I don't like to uh, um, listen to jokes about ethnic <laughs> cultures. As as a as a, as a boy who grew up in a very and they play joke in a very... and they go my coke. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have a guest on Poland. Mr. Poland right. is going to be on. Uh, Mr. Poland, 1994. Get on with it, <laughs> He's going to talk to us about, he's going to talk to us about, uh, we're going to talk about the fade out by Brubaker and Phillips. We are also going to draw our winner for the boot yeah. crate on the show. So Look if you, at you, you remembered it. I was like, he's going to forget the boot if crate. If you don't follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, tweet about the show. I'm going to draw a name. We're going to draw a name of our followers who's tweeted about the show, and they will get pulled for the boot crate, which is some comic book stuff that, that's referential to all the stories or shows we've done so far. Uh, a one-of-a-kind piece of artwork by me, which may or may not be good. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Some classic toys. Some classic toys. And some used undies. It's going to be great, minus the used undies. So, thanks for listening. This has been Comic Exposure. I'm Josh Buckley. My I partner. I am the man without fear, Travis Rats. Travis Rats. And uh, we'll see you next trade. Boop.